host, Maddie of MaddieJames.com. And I am really, really looking forward to this episode because I am talking about my morning routine. I want to say I did, I'm going to look back, I think I did an episode like this a couple of years ago when the podcast was under my old blog name, which was Mattyology. So I did quite a few, I want to say almost 80 episodes. So if you want to look back, but I thought it would be really fun to do an updated morning routine podcast to talk about what I do now because so much has changed. You know, I have a second kid. I am now 100% full-time an influencer and entrepreneur and just doing both the full-time entrepreneur thing and having two small children under the age of five, it is definitely a different ball game. My youngest is nine months and my oldest is four years old. And my husband still goes to his nine to five every day and the kids go to school and just making sure that I start the mornings off right for myself is huge because it essentially sets the tone for the rest of the day for the entire family. And so I take the the whole morning routine thing very seriously. To be very candid and transparent with you, not every morning is perfect. You know, when you when you still have a baby and I I breastfeed and you know, sometimes you you wake up the perfect time and there's mornings like today where it's just great. We got the kids to school on time. I got my, you know, personal development and kind of me time this morning. But every morning is just a little bit different because I still do have a baby. I, I kind of had to be real with myself and say, listen, man, when she's two and my oldest is six, it's going to be a different ball game. I'll probably be able to get a lot more done, like working out, which I'm not able to do now in the morning, just because, you know, it's really kind of up in the air, what kind of mood or what we have going on uh, with the with the two kids. But I want to talk about the five things I do, I am able to do, even when um, the mornings are hectic. So if you follow me, I am somebody who is just so adamant on being an early riser. And waking up early in the morning is really important to me because as somebody who's a wife and a mom, and I am really blessed to have a team of people who works with me even out of my home when we create content, I really do value my me time and being able to make sure that my cup is overflowing, then allows me to make sure that I can be there for everybody else. You know, if my cup is not full to the point of overflowing, it's kind of hard to operate at an optimal level because what's in my cup is for me. It's not for other people. So the the overflow is what I'm able to provide for other people. And that's why my morning routine is so important to me because it allows myself to operate from overflow. So I ideally like to wake up at five. It's been pretty tough these last few weeks just because the small one is uh, getting her two top teeth and that's just an intense time and we are still waking up for one feeding a night. So if she wakes up, you know, between that three to four o'clock hour, that's really tough because then I'm usually going back down to bed around 427 like I did this morning and I really wanted to get up at five. 427 was just a smidge too early for me. Um, I, I really could have and should have stayed up, but I went back down and I got up at six instead. But I like to wake up between five and six because that at least buys me 30 minutes of me time. But ideally I wake up at five. This morning I woke up at six and so I had 30 minutes to kind of go through my 
routine. The first thing I love to do, and if you follow me on Instagram, you guys know that I'm very consistent with my prayer and devotion in the morning, even if I can only get in a quick, you know, the daily verse from the YouVersion Bible app. I'm really adamant on that. Just getting the word in me just really does, in fact, fill me up. And then going through like my Bible plans, I also read apps like Jesus Calling. I love the uh, Girlfriends in God app. I also really enjoy Our Daily Bread. I grew up reading that devotion because of my mom and I've really carried that habit with me as an adult. And doing that and just taking some time out to pray, uh, it really just is so fulfilling for me. It's something that I look forward to and it really does set the tone for the day. You know, it's the, the official theme of the day when I'm able to do that. And if you do follow me closely, you know, I have the Maddie Minute newsletter and I usually try to get that out daily. Some weeks are like three days, but I usually try to get that out Monday through Friday. But I notice that when I am consistent with my prayer and devotion, I am so full that I am able to do my Maddie Minute Monday through Friday, which is just, you know, I really just do get inspiration from what I read and what I, you know, digest whether it's my prayer, my devotion, or an article I, I read, or even a book that I read first thing in the morning. So usually my prayer and devotion takes me about, I would say anywhere between like five to 20 minutes, you know? I, I do try to kind of run through uh, each and every one of like the devotion apps that I have. And then some mornings, because I got up at six, I'm only able to, you know, crack one or two of those devotions open. But I ideally try to get the four of those open. And then after that, or usually kind of simultaneously at the same time, I do coffee. I love coffee. I've just kind of grown to love it. I'm not one of those people who drinks like three, four cups a day. I just need my cup in the first thing in the morning. And typically I will, I I would say maybe like, I, I probably just started doing this. I mean, I've been pretty consistent at it, but What I've noticed is that if I wait to to do my coffee, like when the kids are up, I end up microwaving it like five different times and then sometimes not even finishing it. So finishing a cup of coffee alone, uninterrupted is huge for me. Uh, That might seem small to somebody listening to this, but for someone who has to share her time with two small children by herself uh, because her husband's off to work, that's kind of intense. So coffee is really, I just kind of like the ritual of it, you know? I love to hear my Keurig go off. You know, if you follow me on Instagram, I usually share it with my timestamp. You know, the timestamp sometimes is really n- not even more so uh, anything than uh, an accountability thing for me. You know, I, I like to share, just kind of say, hey, man, I either missed the mark or I hit the mark today. And hopefully that's inspiration for somebody else. But uh, the the whole Keurig kind of thing in the morning is really, you know, and, and for me, again, it's, it's a big deal to me. I, I really do appreciate those little things. But, you know, even just I remember first time seeing the Keurig, I just thought it was such like a fancy smancy kind of coffee maker. And I know like everybody has one now, but I just think it's cool that I, I've become the kind of woman who can afford a Keurig and, you know, make herself a cup of coffee while she's having this uninterrupted time to herself. I don't take those things lightly. I'm, I'm like very grateful for that little moment. So after coffee, I get into my gratefulness journaling. And I love this because it really is just something that you can knock out in three minutes. So I used to do it physically. I started this habit maybe like in 2015, like right after my first daughter was born. 
and I would just take a notebook and I would literally write whatever three things that came to mind that I was grateful for. Sometimes it would really be like deep and like profound and it was just like, oh, I'm just so blessed by my family and, you know, by my parents and just, you know, different things like that. And sometimes I'm just thankful for my Keurig. You know, sometimes I'm just thankful for the 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 gig I just got last night, you know, that I just signed a contract for. And I really just try my best to write down three things I'm grateful for every single day. And it's been great because funny enough, it was something that I was already doing, but then my therapist, you know, actually asked us to do that as well. You know, both me and Hubs, she asked us to do this as well. And so we have been doing it kind of in in unison in a sense. You know, we don't do it together. We we have our separate separate things that we're thankful for. But he actually physically writes his down and has a journal by his bed and I do it. I have like a Google Drive folder that I'm just saving them all up in. Maybe one day I'll make it a book or maybe I'll you know, I don't know. It just is always cool to kind of be able to reference back to that. I think because I have so many physical journals, I, as of late, I still love physical journals. Don't get me wrong. But for me, the three minute journaling in my Google drive is so great because even if I'm traveling or like going around, you know, just like on the go, which, you know, as of late has been a lot more often than not, it's just a a nice way for me not to use an excuse like, well, I don't have my journal with me, so I can't write those things down. So again, I sometimes forget and I I don't get it done, but I will say usually at least three days out of the five, I'm making sure that I write down what I'm thankful for. Again, it just sets the tone for the day. You're just, I'm always so much more nice, if I'm being honest, when I acknowledge what I'm thankful for at the beginning of the day. And then my entire perspective on things, even if like my kids are being difficult, I I just kind of have a different mindset when I approach them. I'm a lot more present in general when I'm talking to people just because I'm even thankful to be in the moment. And I really, really, I really just am so thankful for it, right? Not to sound overly cliche, but it does change the way I approach my days now, for sure. So I definitely encourage you, if you don't take anything uh, away from this, the gratefulness journaling, aka the three-minute journaling, is huge. So I'm the, after journaling, I typically will read. I will typically read one or two chapters of a book. If it's a 5 a.m. wake up, I, can, I then have bought myself that time to read you know, two chapters. If I wake up 5.30 or closer to six, sometimes I'll have time, like time to read one chapter. And sometimes I really won't, right? Like if you wake up at six, you know, it's kind of like, well, you cannot do everything in your routine then, right? Because you chose to sleep in an extra hour. So you kind of have to skip that. But I love reading. And the issue is, is that like anything after 8 a.m., it's just like impossible for me to like sit and read because reading really does require like your undivided attention, which requires uninterrupted time. And after 8 a.m., it's just like, (laughs) it's just not happening. You know, like once my kids wake up, you know, once my husband's up, you know, if he's out of the house, of course, you know, then I'm fine. But, you know, once people get home from from school and work, you know, I'm really in mom and wife mode. And I really like to be present in those moments. So I usually get my reading done in the morning. And it's something that I love. I'm passionate about. I love reading about things I want to get better at. I love reading about things I do not really truly know or understand, but I want to know and understand more. And I really just get excited about it. I just love having my... I just love having my me time and reading and that is so great. And so if you are somebody who has found that you do not read as much as you would like to, I encourage you to do it early in the morning, you know, and 
really quick, if you're trying to wake up earlier in the morning, and I, I, I mentioned this in my Slay Your Day course that I did with TJ Maxx on Udemy, I encourage you not to just like go cold turkey. Like if you usually wake up at like seven, like trying to wake up at five tomorrow, it's going to be pretty tough. Not everybody has that kind of willpower. So I would definitely challenge you to start waking up 15 minutes earlier every week. So if you wake up at seven, usually you want to try to wake up earlier, go ahead and try to wake up at 645 for the rest of this week. Next week, 630, the week after that, six, week after that, five, 45 and so on until you can get to 5 a.m. or whatever time it is you want to wake up. But like just buying yourself another hour in the day that is like uninterrupted to me is unmatched. It's so huge. And that's really why my morning routine is so important to me. So after I read, I usually try to outline my day. I think that I am in a really blessed position to have, you know, an assistant who pretty much makes sure (laughs) she streamlines my Google calendar. Because if it's not on my Google Calendar, a young thug will not be doing it. So I usually will, you know, take a look at my Google Calendar, make sure everything that I know I'm supposed to do that day is in there so I do not forget. Um, And then I kind of slowly but surely transition into mommy mode. Um, I like to get myself ready before the kids get up. And then that way we can move a little faster and try to get out the door because I I get them to school by eight o'clock, or at least I try to anyways. Most days it's more like 820, but, uh, you know, they're four and nine months, so they're, they're not missing anything incredibly vital. And that's really my morning. I I just love the morning time. It's funny too, because a lot of you listening to this may be like, oh my gosh, that's so hard. I'm not a morning person. I am absolutely not a morning person. I, I definitely would give that title to my husband out of anybody in the house. But what I realize is that I like having uninterrupted time more than I hate waking up early. I like having uninterrupted time more than I don't like getting up early. And also too, like when you wake up that early, you your, your first assumption, right, is that you're going to be exhausted at the end of the day. And it is quite the opposite. You have so much energy. You have you get so much more done. You're just operating at a level that is a lot more clear. But again, it's because you're operating from a place of overflow. So my challenge to you is is try to wake up earlier. You know, for the next month, try to go ahead and wake up an hour earlier by the end of this month, and then. Find three to five things that you absolutely enjoy doing, whether it's like working out, that could be running, that could be dancing, um, reading, um, writing, uh, listening to podcasts because you haven't had time to do that. Make a list of like three to five things that you would love to do uninterrupted and put make that your morning routine. And when you do these things that are just like so amazing, and this is a tip from um, Hal Elrod, who is the author of Miracle Morning, which is like a game-changing book that um, I'm almost done reading. I'm actually listening to it on Audible. But it's just a game changer because then you are excited to wake up in the morning, right? Like you have something to look forward to. It's really like Christmas morning because it's like you get to do stuff, especially like, at, you know, if a shout out to my parents out there, but especially like if you just have people, even if you're not a parent, if you just have a lot of people who are relying on you throughout the day, just having that you time is really, really huge. So I encourage you to do it. It's exciting. And once you make it a habit, you don't even care about about it. You know, like you're even willing to wake up early on the weekends. Like you realize like sleeping in on the weekends is such a waste of time, you know, and we're not, we're, we're, this is a separate conversation from, you know, 
if you're exhausted and you need the rest, but you realize like if I can get more done and be more productive and become the person that I want to be by buying myself more time in the morning, gosh, why wouldn't you do that? So that's my morning routine. I hope that it was a blessing and inspiration to those of you guys who are listening. If you haven't already, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at the Maddie James. I'm doing a lot more IG lives. It's kind of reminded me of my Periscope days, which I had so much fun with. I love doing live video. And I just kind of share behind the scenes of my personal life and professional life on IG stories. And, you know, we try to keep the IG timeline cute here at Team Maddie James. So check it out over on on Instagram. And please, if you have enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and subscribe. Subscribe to me on iTunes. If you have an extra minute or so, please go ahead and rate this podcast five stars, leave a review and let me know what you liked about it. And every time you guys rate and review, it helps new people find the podcast. So I appreciate you guys so much. Well, you guys, I appreciate you, love you. I just want you guys to have like a, a, a rock star day today. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Make sure you David your Goliath. What else do I want you to do? I just want you to make sure that you're really present today. You know, like look people in the eye today. Try to get, you know, be on your phone a lot less. And most importantly, slay your day. I'll talk to you guys next time here on the Maddie James Show.